The Luck Stops Here podcast with Scott Bowser is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for 50% bonus on your deposit to up to $1,000, actually. I'm a little high for this one, everybody. But use mybookie.ag, promo code LSH, and uh, you will get that sweet, sweet bonus and get on that sweet, sweet gambling action. And I got a sweet, sweet show for you on this one. I got a buddy of mine, fellow 562 native from the old yeah. from the old neighborhood. Give it up, everybody, for Gnarly. You might know him from Power Moves with Mike Burns. Give it up for Gnarly, Zach. Gnarly, how you doing, buddy? Just hanging and banging, dude. Fuck yeah, bro, dude. Uh, Some beautiful day out here. Yeah, man. It's things are nice here in Vegas too right now. This week it's basically been like uh, like mid eighty, mid to late eighties. It's been nice. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, global warming's having a nice effect over here. Where it's, I think it's cooling down the summers a little bit. So yeah, global warming kind of rocks. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like hey, if I can start getting like just mid nineties summers out here in Vegas, bro, I'm rocking that, man. Oh yeah, that'd be beautiful. Fuck those one fifteen days. I think that's what keeps a lot of people away. Like oh, hundred percent. But I, I think people. One thing people don't realize about out here is like everything's AC. I work in an yeah. AC building. I walk out to my car. I turn the AC on. I drive home. I walk in the door. The AC's on. I'm never not in AC. Basically, I mean, just walking from the car and stuff. You need that AC. I need to actually get the AC in my car fixed. Oh man! Thanks for reminding me, man. Hey, that shit sucks. That's what I'm here for. I'm I'm here for updates. Speaking of updates, I got a health update. Uh, I was in the hospital with some heart issues last week. I think it was heart issues. I don't know. So <laughs> I, I go into to the have my ultrasound on a Saturday afternoon. Have you ever had an ultrasound before? No, nah, isn't that just for pregnant people? No, nah, I mean, it's just like an internal body scan. So, I mean, so they, they put like that gel on your chest. And yeah. That little... Yeah. And they put that thing all over and they rub it like all into my ch- rib cage. And like I was watching my heart up on the screen, just like, dum, 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 dum. All. How's your heart look? Did it look all crazy? Yeah, well, it looked completely black because it's all the black Whoa. and white. You know how the babies always look black and white yeah. on the ultrasound? Yeah. So I just was like, oh, there's my cold black heart beating to death right now. <laughs> beating like itself to, to death. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, it was, it was fun, dude, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I think I'm dying all the time, though. Well, dude, so they, the, the technician wasn't reassuring. And I guess I didn't know this. But I guess technicians aren't allowed to tell you like any kind of results. Like that's supposed to only be for the doctor. That makes sense. They're not supposed to be like, "Oh, whoa, you're all fucked up, bro." <laughs> like, oh, your heart looks great. And then the doctor's like, "Yeah, you're about to die." <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, but the Filipino guy said I was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> like, dude. That's so, like so. Uh, she starts taking like the little suction cup things off me, and like yeah. as she's like removing the stuff, I'm like, "All right, cool. So we good now." And then, like, she goes, well, you're done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the most That's the kind of confidence I like to hear in a a clinical setting. Like, uh, so uh, what's next? I mean, she could have said, like, yeah, you're all done. That's, you know, know, that's it. Yeah, the doctor will see you now. Just wait. It's fine. I wasn't even seeing the doctor that day. It was just the oh, ultrasound. Just the ultrasound in and out. Doctor will review it, and then my next appointment, we'll go over it. Like, damn. So yeah, I, I you, mean, you left feeling good, huh? Yeah, I left feeling. You know what I did? I ordered a fucking big ass Sicilian pizza from the spot on the way home. Where it's like an eight, twelve by eighteen inch like 
three inch thick, basically, just big old bat. Like, you know, Sicilian style, that big old thick square yeah. slice. Like, oh man, it's fat. Yeah, dude. I was like, Some well, say Detroit style. I'm gonna punish my heart for fucking that ultrasound for that one. So, uh, yeah, punishing my heart. Yeah, I mean, so that that's the the update there. Though I'm going in uh, Monday, and I get a heart monitor put on, and I got to wear that for a couple days. Whoa. How does that work? They just like glue it to your chest? I think it's like a little like uh like they yeah, they like glue a thing on there, I think, or like a suction cup type thing, like a sicker thing. You allowed to shower and shit? Yeah, I mean I better be. <laughs> They're like, nah, yeah, you, you gotta keep this dry. I'll probably just have, I'll just probably put it in a bag. And put it in a bag. Weird, I have man. a shelf in my shower, it should work. I keep it in just a bag. supposed to just like monitor your heart and see if like give me regular heartbeat or some shit. Yeah, well, okay, so I wear that, I get that on Monday. And then Thursday morning, I get that th- Monday morning, and then Thursday morning I go back in. And for this one, uh, believe it or not, um, this one I uh, do the stress test. You know what that is? Uh, they like yell at you or try to scare you and stuff. <laughs> no, I wish, I wish, dude, that'd be pretty cool. No, they it's show what, you fucked up videos. It's the like Rocky that? Four like '80s sci-fi movie shit where they fucking hook me up with shit and make me go on the treadmill. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. That sucks. You're going to make you work out? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. It's a two-hour appointment. I think the, the, the treadmill portion is only an hour of it. They're giving you, like, a cool prep sheet. They're, like, drink a shit ton of water, stretch. Yeah, no, it's all, like, I can't have, like, I can't have any, like, I can't eat uh, so many hours before. But it's in the morning, so that's fine. It's easy to wake up and not eat for a yeah. while. Um. But still, you gotta run. That's fucked up. I can't have caffeine twenty four hours before. Damn. Um, no, like not Just even lie. chocolate. Yeah. I've done that. Last time I got a physical, it was on a it was like on a Tuesday. So then Vince and all them were like, "Yo, we're doing Monday night beers. Pull up." And I was like, "I don't know, man. Like, I got a physical. I called my mom. I was like, "Yo, should I go drink?" And she's like, mm, "I wouldn't." So that fuck it. I roll anyways. Like, <laughs> like, like nine vodka sodas deep. I just ate chicharrones the night before. My appointment was at 8 a.m. Had to drive to the Whittier Clinic from Glendale's. I don't know how to schedule a doctor's appointment near me. So when I get there, I throw up in the parking lot. And then the doctor's like, you cool? I'm fine, dude. You kind of, kind of look busted. You're like, Henry, you're like Henry Hill in Goodfellas when he goes to pick up his brother in the wheelchair. And the doctor's 100%. like, hey, man, let me give you some Valium or something. You look off. He's like, you good? I was like, did you eat anything? Is I had to get a bunch of blood work. I'm like, yeah, I had like a light dinner. He's like, what'd you eat? I was like, just chicharrones. He's like, that's not a light dinner. I, was like, I had like four of them. <laughs> but it ended up being cool. Almost fainted. I almost bailed, honestly, when they told me to go get my blood work, and I was like number twenty in line. Yeah, fuck this. I can't look at needles and shit like that. And I was like, God damn it! So I got all psyched up, and then the girl couldn't find a vein in my other arm, and I thought she did. Oh, and she said, I'm not even starting. You got to do your other arm. And I was like, motherfucker. But it was all right. That Never looked at the results. That happened to me ride. once, where I needed an IV for something, and. Yeah, dude, the dude, no, it was in Mexico, man. I was coming off a bender, and yeah. and, uh, and I was on a 21-day cruise to the Panama Canal <laughs> with my grandma. Hell yeah, Panama Canal, dude, that shit's badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Have you been there? No, I just heard cool things. Dude, man. it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but, like, so, like, I was going on a bend. I was like, well, I'm going out of town for 21 days. I'm just going to party. for. Like, I have nothing to do for, like, a couple of days leading up to it. I'm just going to party mm-hmm. my balls off. And then first night on there, 
I was like, oh, cool. I'll just watch sports this whole time and get fucked up. But they didn't have like, they only had like Formula One racing and like they had wax like a European ship technically. And so it was like yeah, a that touch ship. Shit sucks. And like they had like like the Sunday night NFL game, but they had a weird feed where it was no announcers. It was just like the, the PA announcer and the stadium sound. That's kind of cool. It was that was that was a kind of, yeah that was kind of cool. And they had that for the Sunday and Monday night games. And then, but like, dude, that was the year of the bloody sock game in the World Series. And when I left, the Red Sox were down three nothing to the Yankees, and they came back down and won four three. While I was on fever pitch, so I couldn't believe all that shit was going on. Like, and I, I'm having to just like get these like little updates on the little mini New York Times they gave us on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) it was really dumb. But uh, anyway, so I'm on this bender, and I go and I went to Cabo Wabo. I drank there for a minute. I just had like a beer. Hagar country. But by then, I'm just like. I ended up going with like some pimp to find some hooker or whatever. Like, oh, nice. And then I start like do the heat stroke and like like the three days of partying or whatever catch up with me at once and I just start puking Wolf. all over the street and then like <laughs> I'm just puking everywhere and just puking nonstop and like they don't want me around anywhere and so the hooker doesn't like doesn't want to walk walk across the street where I'm at. And, yeah, uh, she's like, I'm good. There's puke all over there. She's so, about to die in my arms. I, I've told this story in stand up before because I'm like, it's the, the pimp with the heart of gold because he gave me a couple bucks to get a cab back to the cruise ship. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> so go die over there. Don't die over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're ruining my game, bro. And so, you're a problem, dude. And so, uh, dude, I end up like on the stretcher and they, uh, the Mexican, I'm on a Mexican ambulance in fucking, uh, Cabo San Lucas, which is just not a, yeah, not a fun place to be. And the dude starts trying to give me an IV shot. And, like, he doesn't know how to give the IV shot. And he's missing my vein. Uh. And he's trying to do it, like, in my wrist. Like, not on the top of my hand or, like, in my arm here yeah. or whatever. And he's just, like, he's grinding. Like, oh, suicide. Yeah, he's, cut the wrist, so there's a big vein here. I'm dude, he's trying this. to grind the needle, wrist of my needle. And I'm, like, hungover, not feeling good, just all fucked up. And I'm like, hey, yeah. just go give me a Gatorade, man. I'll be all right. And so they leave, and I fucking just kick open the back of the ambulance and fucking bail. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Wrist bloody as shit. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like limping down the alley, because they went and parked me in an alley and shit. Just limping down this alley. I'm uh, like Josh Brolin in uh, No Country for Old Man when he's crossing the border. It's all bloody. Yeah, and so, dude, then, yeah, he sounds exactly like that, dude. <laughs> and he buys that shirt off that dude or whatever. Let me get that beer. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but then so like uh, they basically when they let me back on the ship, they're like, you've been throwing up. So we have to check you to make sure you don't have like the flu or something. So you have to see the cruise ship doctor. So I go in there. I was prob- probably only 20 minutes in the doctor's waiting room, but it seemed like fucking seven hours. And I was like, fuck this. We, we mean my grandma had a first class room. I'm like, I can wait here. I can go wait in a first class suite with my own private balcony. I'm gonna go wait in my own first class. I can go. I'm gonna go feel like shit in a fucking private first class suite with my own balcony and room service and shit. So I start ordering like a shitload of club soda and stuff and room service so I can just like have some and crackers and stuff so I have something to like kind of throw up. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm glad I didn't see the cruise ship doctor because like a couple of days later we had like the big one of the big dinners on the ship. Where each of our tables, uh, you sit with like an officer from the ship, and guess what officer we were assigned? The fucking doctor. The doctor. 
Oh shit. And I see this fool, and I'm glad I didn't see this fool when I was dying because <laughs> dude, this guy was like a bad burn victim. <laughs> kind oh, of shit. Like, or something like so he had like one one painted on eyebrow. And it's like he clearly had enough graphs or whatever to kind of look normal, but he still had to rock one painted on eyebrow. One regular eyebrow. And then he had like the way his hair was, he had like a quarter toupee piece. That was just covering like one stretch. Like I would just shave it, you know? Yeah, to let it go. Even outside your face. It's a cool story. Don't draw on it. So he had like a Harvey Dent didn't do that shit. Yeah, exactly. He had a quarter let it ride. He had like a weird mini toupee with like a and I was like, I'm so glad I didn't have to look this guy in the eye and be like, oh, He's going to fucking take care of me here. Or he's going to know the right thing the for me. You look. Dude, I, I didn't have any weed on that trip, though, man. If I just, honestly, all I needed was some club soda, like some ginger ale and a bong tote, dude. I'd have been fine. Yeah, I would have passed you right up, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or at least give me some Valium or some shit like that. Like Fucking Presbyterian in Whittier, right there. That's where I was born. Depot. I was born there. Nice. <laughs> I was, and then uh, I had, like, the flu at the time and like weird cramping so i went to the doctor's office there then uh they forwarded me to the hospital because this dude was just like the doctor was pressing on my stomach and he's like does that hurt i was like uh, i guess yeah and he's like your pancreas is gonna explode you gotta go to the emergency room right now and i was like cool this just like ramped up <laughs> and they, you check, they check your id like fucking crazy uh the nurses there couldn't find a vein they stabbed me about i want to say eight times my girlfriend was there and she was watching them like not find a vein and then they finally did on my other arm because they're like training somebody. I was like in the kids department for some reason because oh, they had no, a bed. So, they're, they're always training someone on you. That was the my, worst. That's when I got my vaccine too. They did the train. They, they had to do the training person on me. It's like. Nope. But I got a gang of morphine because they're just like, what's your pain at? And I was like, I'm at a 15. I'm like, would you ah. like some morphine? And I was like, yes. Please. Yeah, absolutely. And like 30 minutes later, like, how you feeling? I'm like, I'm about at 12. Give him some more morphine. Best sleep I ever had. But then the doctor comes up and he's like, you're fine. It's not your pancreas. So then I got a bill for like $800. And I was like, well, that was stupid. It was like $600 of morphine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all like, it was. It was fucking so whack. And they gave me like a prescription for like some shit. It's supposed to help you not throw up. So then when I got food poisoning, like five years later, not knowing that you're just supposed to let it come out, I like ate a bunch of that shit <laughs> and just prolonged my food poisoning. Dude, like I, terrible. I mean, I had like a ingested too much fucking bullshit one time and like when they pump your stomach they do it with charcoal yeah it's like straight up charcoal right yeah and so afterwards you just it's like shit how they filter a, icelandic water yeah you just straight shit a fucking clean charcoal log Fuck nothing yeah. else it's just a clean charcoal log you wipe your Light ass that bitch up. it's just a fucking little you got a little charcoal fucking painting going on your toilet paper. <laughs> that can't be good for your plumbing, though. No, it can't be, dude. It's hell yeah. I mean, I guess it's better than whatever the garbage was in your system that you got to get out, though. True. Shout like, out yeah. charcoal, man. Yeah, charcoal's. Uh, hey, it makes more than just cheap vodka, everybody. <laughs> Damn, I love me some vodka, dude. Yeah, dude. I haven't been able to. I haven't been drinking now since that. Uh, my issues it's been a couple of weeks or whatever now and i know I, sometimes i go you know a couple of weeks usually here and there but now it's like ah I, I don't know when the next time is gonna be i was like you know it's not like yeah now that i'm not smoking i don't know what to do yeah like, all right i guess i'll play video games sober yeah that's a sucks. fun yeah, dude. 
just lay there in my own thoughts. You should like start. Right now I'm just fucking drinking sparkling waters. I don't should, like to drink. I'm just good at it. You should just pick up a hobby that you learn how to make money at. Like a like like the guy on the wire that makes the dollhouse <laughs> miniature furniture. That guy's sick. Yeah, dude. He just makes little fucking mini bassinets and sells them for ten grand to fucking rich folks that want like the most elite dollhouse of all time. And he knows exactly I just how to. Stare at, uh, I just stare at crypto all day now. Oh yeah, dude, that's a lot of fun. I do. I I like doing that. I you're you're, that you're still shit. in on the Doge, right? Yeah, still holding strong, dude. Still I all, I'm not gonna lie. I almost sold Saturday morning because I was like, this fucker's gonna bomb on SNL and it's gonna tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime they put a date on it, like I was telling Burns on 420, I'm like, it's gonna eat shit, and then leading up to this, I'm like, it's gonna eat shit. Yep. These whales know about it. And they're just gonna fucking dump. And then and this they guy buy I used to work with, yeah, this guy I used to work with allegedly, he uh bought it 2000 when it was at 65 cents and then lost his mind when it started to bomb and didn't know what to do and i was like it's the people like you they're fucking this up just leave it alone <laughs> yeah and then like they panic and pull out i only threw in 150 and i'm chilling still i'm fine i'm up like 1200 percent or some shit i'm just hanging out I, I put like 60 bucks in and let me take a look i'm gonna take a look right now let's get a live update on my doge reading the first i got i bought 30 bucks worth at a nickel and then when it went up and went back down to like 30, I bought back at like 31 or whatever for another 30. So I'm in for 60 total. And hey, mine's worth 313.41 right now. Oh, nice. Now I got as high as like 465. It's sick when you see that big ass green arrow. Then like oh, that yeah. number, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like the other, like when it was really popping off, I like woke up and I told my chick, I was like, I don't even think I should go to work. I made $800 in my sleep. <laughs> Just woke up and seen that shit. Dude, it is like, I I mean, they say you're supposed to try and figure out how to make money while you're sleeping. Dude, there's some weird shit floating in my water bottle, and I'm just still drinking it. What the fuck is wrong with me? I just. Hey, man. Shit happens, you know? (laughs) The water will clear that up. It's water. It's what it does, right? Reminds you of one of of my favorite sayings of yours. uh, I think it applies here. Pull that skin bag. Oh, yeah, man. I don't got foreskin, but I got homies that do. That shit makes me laugh. That shit's so tight. Yeah, I know. It's dude. It's funny. Uh, there's a bunch of dust on something at work, and I drew a penis on it. Oh, yeah. And the chick I work with laughs. And she's like, "Oh, I guess you're circumcised." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I do draw circumcised." Well, I mean, how would you draw? A regular uh, yeah, how do you draw? How do you draw? And I was like, I just started, put the little line on it, and that's it. And yeah, just a little like a. How do you draw an You don't got that much time. Yeah. You're drawing on the car. Yeah. No, it was just on like a real bin. Quick. You just hit the you hit the balls and then the dong, you bring it back around. Like yeah. an elephant kind of. Yeah. Everybody, go on. Little things, man. It's the, it is the little things. Dude, so uh, I was texting you this before, right before we started, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it, but did you hear about, uh, you know, Tony Hinchcliffe, the comedian? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the host of the To Kill Tony podcast and uh one of the guys that relocated from L.A. to Austin during the pandemic. Um, did you see the trouble he's in right now? Some nah, man. What, what did he do? So some I got vi- off Twitter. Like I said, I disconnected. All right. like I'm seeing a therapist because the whole world was like just doom and gloom for me for a very long time. I hear you. Sometimes I something like just like police murdered some fucking other guy or like shot a few kids. And it's just like, oh, Colombia's on fire. Now Israel's fucking... Beating the shit out of Pakistan, the whole world's crumbling. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I'm just crypto and like dog videos. I mean, that's good stuff right there. 
or in Tiger's uh, stalking Houston. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, this guy Tony, he uh, there's some video of him where it's like an Asian, like a I think it was a Chinese American comic bringing him up on stage, and uh, like he gets up after the dude, and like I I can't find the video right now to play, but he basically is like, and I'm. I'm quoting him here, everybody. Don't 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 take me to task over this. All right. If you haven't seen the video, Zach hasn't seen the video, so I'm gonna kind of play. It, but he's basically like, "Hey, give it up for that slanty little, little slanty-eyed cheek motherfucker that just brought me up." Okay. And he goes into this like, <laughs> and he goes into this like cruel like tirade, like racist tirade, basically like. Basically, like, you're all a bunch of fucking pussies falling for this bullshit or something. Like, like it's he's like running a bit, or is I, like, I mean, obviously, if it, if it's a even if it's a bit, there like the thing with the good bit is you got like punchlines, yeah, and, and pauses, not just hate speech, yeah, yeah, and like proper pauses <laughs> where you set up the irony and whatnot, and uh, yeah, not just straight hate speech, like that's just. But I mean, he's one of those Rogan boys, though, so he probably feels he can get away with whatever. Yeah, right? like, and so like, yeah, he was getting taken to task pretty hard today on Twitter, and so um, I mean, normally I don't cover Twitter on here, but I thought I had a fun little tweet about it, and for people that realize <laughs> what I was talking about, um, but basically I was like. My next album was just going to be me quoting my favorite slurs in Gran Torino. <laughs> Back to the drawing board, I guess. Fucking Tony, man. Flew too close to the sun, dude. Yeah, dude, you're going to get burned, man. Like, like and Especially dude, now, man. And there's ways to do it, too, dude. There's ways to be funny and tell jokes. and like. Here's what my favorite go-to insult is, because no one can really get mad at you because it's technically not a slur. We call everybody a glory holer. Eh. You know, like, was that just implying that like they just suck dick through a wall? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they get their dick sucked through a wall. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. You, did you ever fuck around with efucked? No. No. Uh, they they just put like a bunch of like fucked up like porn videos and shit like that. But uh, one of them was a glory hole where they would play uh, "Kiss by a Rose" and it'd just be like da 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 da, and it would be guys putting their dick through the, uh, uh, the hole. And then once they, the guy would rub his mustache on it, the dick would just fly right out. <laughs> They're like, nope. Like some guys would let him suck for a little bit, and they would just like immediately they feel their mustache, mustache just pull their dick right back out. Hilarious. Oh man, that's so. Good. That seal song just over and over. It's like a, a five minute video is great. I feel like if you're going to a strange glory hole where you're not familiar with the terrain, you you just got to be cool with letting it roll either way. I mean, you can't be. Yeah, remember, uh, it's always sunny. They try that. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we have a glory hole here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is, I believe, what's known as a glory hole. But I like I like using glory holer as like a, as a, a noun, you know. And then people have to think about it when you hit them with that. They're like, "What's he talking about?" Like they're not hit to it. They're just like glory holer, and they look it up and they're like, "Oh my god!" Oh shit! I do. I do what? <laughs> he called me a cocksucker behind a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's a it's a really clever way of calling someone a cocksucker, and it doesn't immediately sound like a cuss word. No, like you can say that in front of kids, and they'll just be like, "Oh, that sounds funny." That's cool. Like holy roller, glory holler. Like the holy roller. <laughs> the holy roller, glory holler. You know? Hell yeah, dude! Put that on t shirt. Glory holler on the front. Holy <laughs> roller, roller on the back. back uh, vice versa. Oh, dude! I need to get t shirts made. I think that's the first one. That's a good one. 
glory holer. God damn, dude. Never Holy seen holes. a glory hole. Just always heard about him. <laughs> uh, I used to perform at a bar that used to, it was the Hyperion Tavern over on Hyperion there. It's got the barbershop mm-hmm. pole. You know what I'm talking about? The little spot. Yep. Over. So it used to be a leather bar called Cuffs. Nice. And they had a men's room and a slave's room. <laughs> oh, okay. And the slave's room had what appeared to be an old glory hole. Oh, nice. I guess, Is that still there? They got rid of it. I think they got rid the of history. it. I th- yeah. Um, I used to live in that North sucks. Hollywood for a little bit. And I used to live, like, there was a sex shop down the street. And one time me and my girlfriend were bored. Like, we looked up the Yelp reviews for it. And one of them was like, there was one from like the staff, like like the people that work there. They're just like, hey, everybody stop talking shit. We patched up the glory hole like months ago. (laughs) It's not here anymore. Fucking, it's chill now. You guys come back. There's not a bunch of old days. (laughs) There's not a bunch of creeps hanging out at the glory hole all day. (laughs) The sex shop right here on San Fernando is always cracking on the corner of like San Fernando and Fletcher. Last sex shop. (laughs) Always popping. Dude, isn't there a lace? Shit is always popular. There's also the lace sex shop in fucking Whitty on Beverly Boulevard, like Beverly and Norwalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like the fr- dude. There's a glo- there was a glory hole there back in the day because my friend's brother. Oh, I believe that my friend's brother took him there and told him to go in the nudie booth to watch, to watch the movies. This is like when we were in high school. My friend comes back oh, to yeah, school dude. the next day. He's like, dude, after school yesterday, my brother takes me to the. He wants a ride because his brother was like a crazy, like meth addict, like loser guy. He's like, give me a ride. Give me a ride to the fucking nudie booth. I need to go jack off or whatever. So he goes, he's like, hey, put these dollars in. You get some tokens or whatever. Watch some pornos. And he goes in there and he said, it should have tipped him off right away because first thing that popped up was gay porn. Okay. But then like next thing you know, he just hears like, like there's a hole down in the wall. It's just a dude like, hey, little slide. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> confession, little confession booth. Dude. Yeah. Is that why priests are so horny? Because they just hang out in a glory hole all day. Oh, probably. Yeah, fucking freaks. <laughs> but yeah, the guy's like, insert your dick, man, insert your dick. He's Not like, even a please. Yeah, my friend's like, whoa, I'm out of here. But yeah, no, I just that's I, a dude, high level shit. Yeah, and so. uh I know that glory. That's the. I see. I didn't even know they were called glory holes at that time. It's a weird name. She's called like the fuck tube or something. <laughs> I, I I I tried to do a stand up bit years ago about glory holes where I was like, there had to be like hundreds of years of dudes just like in medieval times sticking their randomly sticking their dicks in holes. Their dirty ass dicks. Getting them cut off nonstop and maimed and tortured, Ugh. and then finally someone's like, hey. You know, everybody's been getting their dicks ripped off when they stick them in the holes. I stuck mine in the hole the other day, and someone <laughs> sucked that shit. It was pretty sick. It was pretty awesome. I think there was someone over there <laughs> sucking it. <laughs> I don't know if oh, it was yeah, a dude. dude, a chick, or what, but they were definitely sucking me off through a hole in the wall. In this post-COVID world, we got to bring those back. You know what? Actually, early COVID days, CDC said glory holes are one of the safest ways to have sex. Of course. (laughs) Fucking freaks. Yeah. Let's let's fucking fly that CDC freak flag, dude. The fucking CDC. But uh, over here making me wear a mask. I'm kidding. I'm fine with the mask. I don't give a fuck. I kind of like it, actually. You know, I feel like I'm a oh, bank I, robber. I, I, I fuck with it when I'm in public. I feel like I'm in heat. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. 
that a mask with sunglasses in a store gets you acting weird. Yeah, dude. Cause I'll be rocking the mask with the sunglasses and do like a little peep. And I, I need to read something real fast. <laughs> back on. And I got these Korean masks. These like K94 ones. They're all fashionable. They're all badass and black. I want to get one Actually, of those masks like that look like my this. face. <laughs> I just didn't like when uh, bands started making them and everybody like had band masks. My like, this is too much. Yeah, that's a little over the top. Well, we don't, we don't, I don't even see what we're at. <laughs> the shirt. Wear the shirt, dude. dude. It'd be funny if there's a cock mask where it's like your like the part where your nose bulges out with a dick. Oh, there's got to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone definitely made dick masks. Some some sex shop for sure has got those on deck. Someone made. We're in this all pussy, pussy mask. There's definitely pussy we're mask. Like now the pussy's on the inside of the mask, so it's like you're kissing it. <laughs> Fucking freaks. <laughs> I'd get some. I'd get a tits mask, but I'd get one where it looked like there's like a bikini top on it. Oh, uh, dude, like... I got one in my car. It's the brand uh, Bayside. It's like American made. It's like a shitty thick cloth. But my job was uh, sublimating these hats. They had this big titted chick on a sea do. I was just jokingly like, "Yo, put that on a mask for me." And they did. And I was like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid." But like the way it, it was just like a really, it really, it's in my car still. So it's really sweaty material. It's not not a good fit. But it just has a chick on a fucking big ass titties, and she just ran to sea do. I had to use it once when I didn't have like my go-to mask. Oh, I'll send man. you a picture after this. It's in my car for sure. Dude. So yeah, dude, I'll post that picture to the Instagram, dude. That's. At Luxops Pod on Instagram, everybody. That's hilarious, yeah. dude. Yeah, I dig for that. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, like, uh, see, that's good humor, man. And you know where you get it, get that is growing up in the 562, dude. So, like, <laughs> hey, where exactly did you grow up? Like, what streets? I grew up in Norwalk, California, off of uh, Gwen Avenue. I okay. was like, pretty much, like, on the border of uh, Norwalk and Santa Fe Springs. Okay. Like, real close. That's like where my grandma lived. My grandma lived like Carmenita and Rosecrans. You know where that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lived like right there uh, by the old Norwalk Dairy. Yeah, I was real close to the uh, Metropolitan Hospital right there. Okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, which I like did some research on like a few months ago. When I was all stoned, and I didn't know that like all the patients there, they were essentially slaves. Yeah, they, that was like it was like farmland, and they were like putting all these people who had issues to work. You ever been in there before? So that, nah, I was looking at. It's hard to find videos on YouTube, but I was reading a story about this one Syntex driver guy was going there to drop off like clothes and shit, like the like the gowns, I guess. And he used to be a patient, and he was slanging everybody blow and like oh, drugs, fuck. and he finally got pinched. And then there's another story about some teenager girls who were there who beat the shit out of a nurse. Took her keys, escaped, came back le- later, fucked her up again, and then left. <laughs> See, they're crazy. They go back. Yeah. But... but then, like, if you drive by, it's like a lot of abandoned buildings. Yeah, it's like an old. It, growing up. Yeah, it's, it's it really looks like weird. a haunted old, like you know, creepy mental hospital. Like, yeah, it was like farmland or some shit. As they thought Norwalk was well, going to be like huge for farming. I, I've or been in there before because I used to deliver for Pizza Mania, and I've done deli- oh, yeah. I've done deliveries Everyone in there. Those Pizza Mania. Oh yeah, and like, dude, a couple of times the deliveries because there's like a row of like a little neighborhood of like houses where a lot of the staff lives. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And, and it's like, like those big tall buildings. And dude, they got like their weird. Like, was like, yo, the stairways. Yeah. Are narrow, and I was like, why are they narrow? It's like so when people try to escape, it's easier to like fucking pinch them right there, like control them. But there's a YouTube video where they go into like an old area of the hospital, 
they were like the not, not like the cushion rooms, but something similar to that all over. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. Dude, so when I went in there, I rolled out the pizza and they're like, Oh yeah, just like go in at the gate or whatever. They told me at the gate, go into that building and then hit the the, the code and then walk in. So I'm like, all right. And I go in there, and next thing I know, I'm surrounded by like 12 mental patients, dude, holding ah, these pizzas scary, for them. Dude. And they yeah. and they realize I'm the pizza guy. I got their food, and they're all like looking at me like, "Oh, dude." And You're I'm like, the coolest guy. Dear God, where's the person <laughs> in charge? And finally, like a nurse comes out, like, "Oh, here I am." I'm like, "Dear fuck, like, dude, uh, dude be ready for me." Pizzas. I would have been throwing pizza. I'd be like, eat this, leave me alone. <laughs> Happy Gilmore style. Yeah. I would have just set him down all nice. Here you go. Uh, yeah, I know. So that was yeah, Madonna Stalker was in there, and he escaped. I think like it was six years ago. He got out. <laughs> Full hop the fence or some shit. Yeah, like, no, yeah, dude, Madonna Stalker was here. Dude, there's been some fa- famous uh, people there that have gotten out and later become serial killers. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> that adds up, you know. Dude, you know about that one guy off of uh, what's that street? Is it Telegraph and Gun? That's very where, close to uh, where I grew up, right by Douglas Burger. Where, uh, yes, that same street where Douglas Burger is, where like that movie. Because I grew up off Lambert. And gu- I grew up right at Lambert where and Gun. Gun is. Yeah, I grew like, up right off Gun. Like, there was a dude, and this like fucked up my stepdad, who uh, he was like friends with his family next door, and then he broke into their house one day. He was like schizophrenic. He like just snapped, and then he murdered the whole family one by one as they came home with a hammer. And oh, I think that house fuck. is like not occupied, but it's like it's still right there. And I remember when I worked at Panera, he finally was getting uh, charges, but the whole time they had him at Metropolitan. Oh, yeah. It's fucking weird, dude. And then, of course, Turnbull Canyon, all the weird shit you hear about that in the politics, too. You ever been to the, the Hell's Gate up there? I've seen YouTube videos about it. I've walked all over that place. Like one time, you try to find like the burned down mental hospital that was up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you'd always hear rumors about like, yeah, the Mexican mafia would do hits up there. There was for sure uh, a plane crash up there. You can find the old. Plane. I, I remember hearing about that. And, like burned a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. Because Whittier is like a, like a Puritan town, wasn't it? Like coming They're up. Yeah, Quaker. Yeah. Yeah, Quaker. Right. They're like very religious like fundamental i guess yeah that's why uh it's named after quaker poet john greenleaf whittier ah okay yeah then there's like rumors that like that land like turnbull was like uh native so, american so the hell's shit. gate dude is weird because if you try and look at it like the land there on me and my friends used to go up there when we were like 18 19 whatever and like we'd get like smoke joints driving up through turnbull and then go up to the gate and the thing was was us is go up and touch the gate like you got balls if you you were get down to get out of the car there and go up and touch, touch the, the gate, gate yeah and then like dude if you go to look at it on google maps now like dude it basically doesn't cover like a portion of it there you kind of see the remnants of like like old who like, owns that well well i've heard multiple stories i've heard a satanic cult owns it that's their altar where they run all kinds of rituals that's Hell's gate but i've also heard it's, it's owned by oil companies and they, they're makes, doing, like, fucking shady illegal fracking there and stuff. That makes sense. I feel like that. Because I used to fuck around at Murphy Ranch a lot and hop those fences. Yeah, it was all oil. Like, and, the Whittier Hills yeah, were all oil, oil shit. Yeah. Silos and shit. Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah, Whittier's a weird place, man. There was a place up eat. off of Painter where my friend, like, oh, actually, it was, like, uh, off of, uh, only near Painter. But anyway, uh, my friend lived, like, right there in Uptown, like, right in, like, his street was the last one before the hills, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude, we walked up and, like, what we discovered, we used to call it the three-dimensional ping-pong table. 
but it was basically just an oil office that was like sunken into the earth so it was like you could just it was like a huge roof you could run all over because there's some baller ass houses up in that canyon oh yeah i dude. used to when i lived in hostanda heights that was like the shortcut yeah so i used to live right at the end of the canyon you just like pop through that canyon and you're fucking right there and like i used to mountain bike out. over turnbull from over the whittier side over to the hacienda side then ride around there and then ride back and over yeah, so there's a lot of people like race cars there and drive off the edges and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time coming back from a JT's Beach Club, we were fucked up. Oh, I'm very familiar we with saw, JT's like, Beach we saw, Club. Like, those, those big hills. Yeah. And for some reason, me and my buddy were just like, we can fucking climb that. And didn't realize how steep it was. And we're like, oh shit, like we're pretty high up. This fucking sucks. I'm all <laughs> fucked up on Jim Beam and Coke. <laughs> those weird like black dun beetles everywhere. Dude, JT's is like a fucking Irish pub now. That's like a Mongols bar. Damn, for real? Yeah. Because I remember... That's what I it was last time I went. I used to, like, be... I, I was a regular there when I worked at Panera's. I would get off... I'd start at 7 and get off, like, at 3. And my homie that did catering, he introduced me there. So he was, like, born and raised with you. He was like, oh, we're going to the beach club. I was like, what's yeah. the beach club? He's like, Jim Beam and Coke, $3. And that dude, Bobby, that would work there, that, like, British dude with, like, fucked up knees. Yeah, like, like a he bullet. He was a cool cat. But then the dude who ended up taking over, I believe, when the owner died, was that guy that looked like John F. Kennedy, but he had, like, white hair. And then that's when he made it into, like, what it is now, I guess. Okay. He made it all, like, like a microbrewery, whatever the fuck they do. Yeah, dude. I, I spent a lot of time at JC's. Like, I got invited to the Christmas party two years in a row. I used to go there a lot, dude, in my early 20s. Like, like I, I lived right by Slam Dunk, so I went there more often. The drunk. Oh, yeah. But you get rooms by an hourly rate. Yeah, dude. But the uh, the beach club was a fun trip down the street. But like, like now that I look back, it's like, oh man, we were so stupid driving from the beach club home when it's like we lived right by the dunk. It's like, dude, my buddy one time he picked me up from there and I was hammered and like he was pretty buzzed up. Like, not like he could still drive, but we got pulled over. And I remember like him shitting, like, dude, like I'm gonna get pinched. And then it was a perfect situation where he was just like, where are you coming from? You can smell the alcohol on me. And I was like, ah, oh, he picked me up. He's taking me home. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was like, all right, get the fuck out of here. He's like, dude, thanks so much. I'm like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was just drunk. I was feeling confident. I was just telling this cop, like, leave this fuck alone. It was right in front of that uh, East Whittier Middle School right there. He pulled yep. us over. That's right. right. I, I grew up right there off Gun, uh, between Whittier and Lambert right there. Because, yeah, I grew up in Norwalk. And then when I was 17, my stepdad and my mom married. And we moved to Friendly Hills. We, we came out the hood. We went to Friendly Hills right there. Oh, hell like, yeah. Uh, off of Mar Vista and Catalina. Okay. Uh, Whittier Boulevard in Catalina. Like this little private cul-de-sac. And we were only there for about a year. My friend like, Colleen lived on the corner right the of Mar Vista. Crash. and so then Cat- we got kicked out. Ocean the, the guy wanted to sell the property. So I got to hang out there for a little bit. Just walk around that whole area. Go to Valero Gas Station, the Blockbuster, all that shit. Walk to Norms all the time. Norm's burgers, dude. Don't dude, forget the pastrami. I was telling Mike Brighton, uh, it was funny because uh, Brido hit me up and he, he's been on these, like, I forget, like the LAist, I think it is, but all these, like, top taco, top burger lists and stuff. And he asked me about some Whittier taco spot. And I was like, that one's okay, but I know better ones than Whittier. It's like, oh, I'm sure you know, like, the good spots. I'm all, yeah, I'm yeah, all. Chema's. Chema's is probably my favorite. But I was like, I'm all, what Whittier really has is the burger spot. And then he was all, I was just about to ask you about Norm's Burger. I'm all, well, yeah, Norm's Burger. I like the Big Norm. You ever get the Big Norm? I would always just get their standard bacon cheese or when they got fancy with the menu and they were like, we're going to make a 
a Western bacon with like an onion ring, barbecue sauce, and ranch and bacon. I, that was just my shit. Okay, dude. The, the big norm was the basically a Western bacon cheese that had the barbecue sauce, uh, bacon, cheddar, burger, onion ring, but it was on a French roll. Oh, nice. Yeah. That that shit fucking ripped, dude. I love the big norm. Yeah, norms is good, dude. I haven't had it in a minute because now my parents live in Whittier still, but they are uh, closer to Pico, still off of Beverly, but okay. really close to Pico, like right off the six oh five. Yeah, so you're not gonna go all the way over there for that. No, nah, because I'm just that's the only thing that sucks about Whittier is the fucking the freeway situation is bullshit. You either drive fucking twenty minutes to go to the six oh five or twenty minutes to go to the fucking five. Like when my mom my sister lives in uh, La Habra and I'm over here in Glendale, so when my mom comes to visit sometimes, she's like, I get to your house faster than I get to her house sometimes. Jesus. Just driving across you can't, Yeah, because you gotta go all the way oh yeah. Dude, when and I then the fucking stoplights. Like I didn't I had to go stay at my mom's in December because my place was getting fumigated. So I, I had some t-shirts that I drop off to some homies and there's nobody on the road. It's like eight in the morning and I would just be hemmed up at these stoplights for like five minutes at a time. Like, like they want you to run those lights or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, um, Rick's is not too far from your parents though. Rick's isn't bad. Yeah, Rick's got, is cool. You got a Rick's in Pans Silver. You, there's a Rick's in Silver Lake. So I, I work right by that one. It's Okay. It's to not me, Norm. Like, Norm's is so much better. Yeah, Norm's there's flavor. Rick's everything tastes the same. There used to be a Norm's in Norwalk too. Over off. Yeah, it was like the triangle one, right? Yeah, over the bridge. yeah. Off like uh, I think it was on Firestone. Yeah, and there used to be that like weird ass, fucking like uh, it was like a Home Depot, but not Home Depot. I forget the name of it. <laughs> it was weird. But that whole area, like, there used to be a Sam's Club right there. Then yeah. that turned into like some fucking auction thing that I never saw anybody buy anything from. It was obviously they a money had, laundering like, front. Like huge ass, like, uh, like carnival shit. They'd have like fake castles or like big giraffe like art pieces. Like, who the fuck's buying this shit? That's a great money laundering front, dude. Just always That's have weird 100% shit. What that was. Just have a bunch of weird shit up front, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna question these guys." <laughs> well, I mean, that's Glendale. There's fucking what banquet hall. Every block. Oh God, yeah, dude. Like, and you, you hundred percent know what that is. Like, you never see any events happening there. Never. And they're like, <laughs> they're still open. You're like, dude, even during COVID, I was like, who's paying this fucking tax? We should, we should try and put on like a, a fancy, like a, you know, in the, uh, the Irishmen when they're out, like they do the big dinner testimonial for them, where they all mm-hmm. give speeches. See if we can stage one of those for like Burns or somebody. <laughs> and see if we can get one of these obvious money laundering bank walls to open up for us. Yeah, I want to go to the the Sepon one right there in Atwater. There's Sepon Chicken, and then like a block over, they have the Sepon Banquet Hall. I was like, what's, what's the deal with this? <laughs> oh, dude, do you? Ha- I I bet you some guy shows up and goes, "Hey, buddy, you want chicken for your event?" <laughs> <laughs> I got you, dude. And you're like, no, no, no we're gonna have here, we're gonna make Italian food. No, my friend, you are going to have some chicken. I had a real bad habit of getting uh, pretty tuned up, and then when an Uber driver would pick me up, he'd be Armenian, and I'd be like, I'm going to talk to this guy, and just be like, man, what's up with Turkish people? <laughs> like, 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 it's bullshit that like this Armenian genocide is not acknowledged. Uh, my chick was with me one time, and she was just like, please stop. And then this guy, as he's driving, not paying attention, just turns around, just like, if you need anything. I like live down this street, like we're brothers. And I was just like shitting on Turkish people and the Armenian genocide. 
I just want them to acknowledge. And this guy was like, you're good people. That's I'm a good power people. move, this dude. Safe neighborhood. That is so I good. I fuck with Armenian people heavy, dude. They're so nice. Yeah, man. I fuck with everybody. Yeah, I'm cool. I mean, dude, I got plenty of Armenian friends, dude. Like, dude, you, um, you got to listen to me and my buddy Alex, Miss Robian. We made a sketch album together. I got to send you a link for that, dude. It's fun. I think yeah, you'll like shoot it. shoot it, dude. Yeah. So, well, growing up in like the 562 is mainly just like my Mexican homies all the time walking around Santa Fe Springs. Dude, I was just talking to some friends at work about this today where it's like, you know, you, you see like Cholos portrayed in the media one way, right? But like the dudes I grew up with, like a lot of, I grew up with a lot of like Cholo dudes that were into like Pantera and Slayer and Rage Against yeah, the Machine. Rockers. Yeah, dude. They're way they like acknowledge you as being a rock. There's way like more sick. depth and layers there than the media ever portrays. And like, yeah. Like they might be a Cholo, but then they have a younger brother who's a rocker. Yeah. Dressed like a crust punk or whatever. So then when they would see you, they're just like, Oh, like you listen to my little brother. Are you a rocker fool or what? Like shit yeah. like that. Like I one of my first backyard gigs when I was like fifteen was off of Carmenita and you know where, the tar, uh, where that Target is? Where it used to be a Santa Fe yeah, Springs yeah. Mall? Yeah, yeah. I used, right to, I used to work those, at the like Santa Fe Springs Mall. <laughs> dude, Santa Fe Springs Mall, man. My first job, dude. Uh, me and my, my buddy, oh, yeah. me my buddy Ben, my buddy Jeremy. My buddy Jeremy was the guy, the glory hole guy. Um, <laughs> but me, Ben, and Ben was the one who lived by the three-dimensional ping pong table. So if I can get it up. Yeah. But we worked for my grandma at the Santa Fe Springs Mall where we had clipboards and we fucking walked around doing fucking surveys for like movie trailers and shit for people. Like, you know, the people... job like that, that shit fucking sucked. It was for solar panels oh, dude. and they would drop us off in the one ways. We I'm at like, least got right, to watch good, good oh, dude, like the Norwalk like, one ways. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, none of these people give a fuck about solar panels. Yeah. So me and my homie immediately were just like, walk to the end of this block as fast as we can. Yeah. We ain't asking no one shit. Dude, uh, if you're selling Tech Nine ammo, however, um, <laughs> I think you might be might have been in business over there, big guy. Uh, no, dude, like, dude, it was funny though, because like we would do surveys for all kinds of weird stuff. Sometimes it'd be like a soda taste test or whatever, but a lot of times it was movie trailers, and the movie trailers was funny because we would sit there and watch them on break and just laugh. like some of them were like so stupid and bad, poorly edited because they're working oh, out yeah. which one to do, and man, we would just crack up at those. But then we got bored with that, so then we would go to fucking like KB Toys on break and get on the hippity hops. We'd each oh, yeah. grab a different helmet. Like one guy would be the fireman, one would be the Viking, one would be like the fucking general, and then we'd all fucking tear down the aisle. <laughs> we'd race down the aisles on hippity hops until we got banned from the KB Toys. Okay, and then after we got KB. after we got banned from KB Toys, we realized there's a payphone right next to the piercing kiosk in the middle of the mall. So then we start, started crank calling the piercing kiosks, right? Fuck like, yeah. like literally, like 50, <laughs> fifteen feet away from them, <laughs> and like asking them for three fools just yeah. hovering over a phone laughing. Yeah, they can't put it together. And we're asking them for <laughs> dick piercings, all of it. Took them. I don't think they ever figured out that it was us standing right there doing that to them. Yeah, fucking dumbass. <laughs> I remember the biggest day at that mall, dude, for us was when the fucking Sabaros opened up. Fucking Sabaro, dude. I don't think I've ever had Sabaro, if I'm it's, being completely it's awful. honest. It's awful. Because my mom was always like, no. If I ever got a treat at a mall, it was always, she would spend the money at a the Cerrito Small when they had the Chick-fil-A. It was like one of the first Chick-fil-A's ever in like the area. And I was like, oh, this is what chicken nuggets are supposed to taste like. Dude. I fuck heavy with Chick-fil-A. Dude, so. There's I, one in Whittier now. Oh, fuck yeah. I knew, I knew that, actually. 
I think, but yeah, by the Whitwood Mall, I want to say. Um, uh, dude, we used to get before the Savaros, we used to always get tuna subs and shit from this like old Korean guy out of the sandwich shop there. It was like a little independent spot. It was pretty nice. And then the Savaros going up, went up. We go start eating there, and we wanted to try all their shit. And I'll never forget the look of sadness on that old guy's face as he saw us sitting there eating the pizza, you know, like going like. Well, you betrayed me, man. Yeah. I got good fish. I got good tuna right here. You know what you're eating that shit? You got, I got a tuna that, sub. Eating that fake guinea food. What are you doing? It was like a $3 tuna sub combo. It was like 1995 or whatever. So it was like. Ugh. I, I felt like. I spent a lot of time in that area. Oh, man. Santa Fe Springs Mall is a circus, dude. Uh I knew a guy that I used to buy weed from a guy that ended up getting murdered at the auto zone across the street from there. Oh, nice. <laughs> Do you remember uh, there's this spot in Santa Fe Springs near Los Nietos Park? It's just like a little burger shack in like the whole warehouse area. It's just like on a it's like right next to the train tracks. I know what you're and talking I, about. Yeah, yeah. Because a used, gang of people will get murdered there. I used to work at like Shoemaker and Meyer Road. We call it like Angelos or some shit. Like it was always changing names. Yeah, and it, they, they had like the like weird like clientele was just like the warehouse people right there. And it had the weird like like Budweiser neon light there out front. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It was like you got like a burger spot that serves beer like that. You know, there's some shady shit going down in an industrial yeah, area. I remember. One murder when I was in high school, they're like, yeah, this guy pulled up on a bike and just, like, shot the dude, like, nine times in the back. And then somebody I knew knew that guy who did did the shooting, and that was, like, his M.O. He'd pull up on a bike. A bunch of weird shit. My mom worked at Frontier, so I would hear about, like, all oh, this yeah. shit all the time. Uh, like, they would have students who would get shot at bus stops, get on the bus, and, and go to, to Frontier, Frontier and be like, yeah, I need to go to the hospital. I got shot in the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But I did a I did a stint in Frontier for a summer, that was pretty chill, and then I uh, all the chicks there fuck so hard dude. my senior year, uh, ditching. So then they're like, "Do you want to go to Frontier, or do you want to do the Sierra homeschooling, which was like the next building over?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Let's do the fucking homeschooling." I'm like, what are you stupid? Yeah. And then I looked out because my mom worked for the district. I'm like, "Oh, you're getting I think his name was like Mr. Duncan, and it was his last year as like a teacher." So he was like, all right, you come in on Mondays from 7 to 7.30, and then I see you next Monday. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then like my senior paper was like two paragraphs. The man passed me with flying colors. Best decision I ever made. That's, Graduated like two months before everybody else. Didn't have to do shit. That's pretty sweet. That's a good gig. Uh, when, when I was in water polo, they were remodeling our pool. And so we had to bust there for practice every day for a while because it was only down the street from Cal High. So it wasn't that far, but... It was a huge pain in the ass. Like, um, no. That was wild. They had a pool there. Like, I remember being like, "Damn, Frontier's got a pool. They let you swim." They're like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, no. But like, uh, yeah, they were basically it was like a practice facility for Whittier and Cal High and Lucerna and shit when we mm-hmm. needed it. Dude, did you, now did the rumor ever make it over to you guys that everybody in La Mirada has AIDS? Uh, no. I was more that they're like uh, the R word. <laughs> Okay. Like people were there were like that. <laughs> it's okay to say it. <laughs> and then, uh, like, yeah, you know, like, huh. wasn't really the huh. AIDS I'm from thing. A, I'm from Amarada. Our thing in Santa Fe was <laughs> if you went to Lucerna, you were uh, like a rich bitch yeah. kind of dude, like daddy's boy. And then Cal High was like, you're a Whittier head. Same with like Whittier High. And then Pioneer was just like, you're a fucking idiot. And that's where like all the sluts went. Yeah. Like, you, like, you fucked up bad. Like, the way it would work at Santa Fe, if you got kicked out, you went to Cal High, 
and then after Cal High would be Pioneer, then after Pioneer you go to Frontier. Yeah, that, like that seems like the, that seems like the the progression. Yeah, yeah. We, Nobody really cool. I don't know anybody really cool that went to Pioneer. I do. Yeah, I worked with a couple of dudes at Pizza Mania that were pretty cool. I went there. Like, Man, I should have had that Pizza Mania job. I was telling you before. Yeah, yeah. What happened there again? Big mouth. <laughs> go in, crush the interview. That dude Bill's just like, cool, dude. Like, yeah, you got it. Whatever, I'll call you. And then I go out to dinner with my mom and her friend from my sister's soccer team, who was like just recently divorced. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, he was had like an interview at Pizza Mania. And I was like, it made like a joke. I was like, yeah, it's uh, that bald guy and that girl, I think they bang. I didn't know she was seeing him at the time. So then this fucking bitch opens her mouth, and I never got that call. And oh, to this man. day, he still looks at me like, fuck you. I'm like, I didn't do anything, man. I'm fucking 16. <laughs> I got a big mouth. What do you want me to do? And like, it's like you didn't know, like, or whatever. Yeah, like... I'm like, you took away my income and high school that would have put me so like better off <laughs> and then i had to go fucking work at goddamn panera bread man yeah fucking panera bread corporate monster deal with lucerna kids pulling up with their mom's uh credit cards and shit oh that's got, like that must have been shit. the worst dude that it was the lucerna kids with money and then all the old fucking white people lived in the hills who were just so demanding never said please or thank you yeah never threw anything but in the tip sick, jar i worked I worked early, so I saw, like, I want to say at least six strokes happen, like, <laughs> in that dining room. Oh, and, like, that's... each time, like, I hate to say this, but, like, it made me laugh. I'm like, we got another one. <laughs> like, I used to call, like, the, I used to call that side, like, the waiting room. <laughs> then there's this one prick who's, like, a cop who'd come in with, like, all his buddies, and they'd, like, have, like, their morning coffee there. And one time I was I had a, a, an empty bus container. And I was switching them out, and this girl was like, hey, can I put that in there? I'm like, this is a brand new one. Just set it there, and I'll take care of it. And he had to go out of his way and be like, oh, I saw that uh, interaction you had, and I don't like that. I was like, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm putting out a fresh bus thing. Like, for the, I told her to leave at the table. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, you want me to let her? That Panera's, at, it, that Panera's in Whitwood, right? Yes. Dude, that you, know, you know the Black Angus Ooh. right there? Yep. I, I was banned for life from that one. <laughs> Dude, they put a Johnny Carino's there across from the Red Robin, and that shit was ratchet as fuck. Cause like they weren't getting business, so I don't know where they just hit this promotion where they're just like two dollar everything happy hour. And uh, their beer list was like Bevmo. So uh, people were pulling like everyone from all over was was fucking pulling up and just slamming like Stone IPAs, like arrogant bastard. Everyone was just drinking like heavy micro brews, and that place was rough. Yeah, the yeah. Johnny Carino's was a rough hang at the two dollar well, happy hour. Remember how Black Angus used to do like the dollar fifty drink night or whatever, like well drink night. Mm-hmm. Me and my Same buddy Marie Calder. Uh, yeah, me, Marie Calder's too would do that, like their fat goblets. Dude, they're Marie Calder's for Monday Night Football was where it's at. Yeah, so. well, well, and then there was that's some more a pizza. Yeah, that would do uh, dollar high lifes or PBRs. So then we would just go there and get wrecked. Like I showed up. Football. I showed up to Black Angus hammered. Bad move. And then, like, me and my buddy were just trying oh, to, like, man, it's Black Angus. get in a spot at the bar, right? And we I didn't know there was a guy who was at the bathroom that was his seat or whatever, but we're just trying to order, get the bartender attention because we had a table. Yeah. And uh, we fucking, like, dude, the guy, like, walks up, he starts mouthing off to my friend, and I calls him son or whatever. And, like, we were, like, mm. I don't know, we were probably, like, I don't know, like, 26, 27 or so. And I'm just, like, this guy, this guy was, like, in his age. early 40s, probably mid-40s. This old man wants some. And he was like a car dealer. You know, because it's <laughs> Whittier Auto Road right there with all the car dealers. Yeah, that whole shit. And so he's wearing his, like, his bad car dealership suit. And I, I, I can spot him a while away. And so I just was like, 
I tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, you his fucking dad? And he's like, what? And I'm all, you called him son, dude. You must be his fucking dad, right? And he's like, and then like, you know, we start jawing off. And like my friend, like, he's like, oh, like, what are you going to do? Like, he's all, is your fucking Dodger friend fan? And my friend decked out in Dodger. He's like, is he going to fucking do something bad or whatever? I'm like, you don't got to worry about my friend. You just got to worry about me. And then like he said something again. And I just grabbed him by his tie off his stool. And like took him down in one shot and was like choking him out with his tie. Hell yeah! And then Black like Angus style. <laughs> and then like he reached up and fucking clawed me, and just like ripped it in my face. And like I saw my mom the next day, and I was like, "Yeah, my friend had a cat. I passed out his pad last <laughs> night. Fucking, fucking thing got me in his sleep. Like instead of some old man was trying to gouge your eye. Yeah, yeah, instead, <laughs> yeah. Instead I'm getting kicked out of local restaurants. I was just praying for the next couple of years. There, it's like. I hope my my grandma or my aunt's not like, hey, let's go here for dinner, and me being like, anywhere uh, but there, like I'm banned. Yeah, they won't they won't let me back in there. Let's go to Nickel Nickel instead. They got a Ruby's right there. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nickel Nickel used to rip, bro. Man. Yeah, man. I don't think it's there anymore. I think they got rid of. Oh, it. I definitely did not survive COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think that shit was fucking done. I remember being in there thinking. Like, oh, this is sick. And I'm like, I'm paying 45 cents a game. This is bullshit. What's happening with these nickels? Yeah, well, no, the cool the cool move for me there is you pay, like, the $2 to get in, and then they had a bunch of free games that you can play, like old games. I, dude, I was a big virtual tennis head. That was my shit. I love virtual tennis. I used to Only like two Sly lines. Spy. It was like a James Bond-type game. All right. And that, that, was, that was pretty fucking tight, dude. But, like... Yeah, fucking Whittier, man. <laughs> Whittier. I remember one time it was uh that like Whittier Fair they would do in Uptown. Yeah, the Uptown Festival. That shit was mongled the fuck up. That's like when I, uh, I I first was aware and I was like, oh shit, there's a lot of knives dude, here, a lot of property patches. Throughout my twenties. That's when that riot there was like a, a There's riot a riot up there, yep. At uh, that Club Zabia or some shit. Uh, yeah, uh Abizia. or whatever. Abizia, yeah, yeah, that place. Like, and all hell broke loose. <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya used to own a piece of that before it was Abizia. They used to have hardcore shows there, too. Yeah. That's when it was called, like, Club Rome or some shit. Dude, those uptown Whittier places would be weird because one night it would be, like, super, like, like Mexican, like, bat, like, like fucking accordion music. One night it would be a punk show. And then the mm-hmm. other night it would be, like, lowrider oldies and... But at all of them, someone was getting stabbed. Like that's the one thing you, you can count on. At each, and, no matter what the show was, someone's getting stabbed at it. That's for damn sure. Dude, I remember going to a backyard gig near uh, Pizza Mania, but uh-huh. towards the like across the street from Pizza Mania in that neighborhood. The okay. kind of rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Whittier. We're just like my, my buddy's band was playing, and we we're just hanging out like before the show started. And the guys whose pad it was were like, "You want to see uh, back here?" And you go up the stairs, and they were like, straight up like having those. Uh, the cocks ready to fight, all roided out. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Like, we fight these roosters. <laughs> but then when the show started, these two guys, shit house on JD, just like did the hockey style. Each held onto their shirt and just we just watched these guys like beat the shit out of each other for like a minute straight. And I was like, "This rocks, dude." We got roosters behind me. I'm just watching these guys kill their brain cells. I went to a party. I went. My friends used to have a party that lived pretty close to there. They used to have parties, and one time I literally saw a guy. I mean, first off, don't ever try and swing a bottle over the head of the dude whose house it is at his party with all his friends there. Because that's a good way to have a bunch of people beat you. The f- but, dude, like, mm-hmm. everybody took their shots on him, 
and they literally kicked the shit out of him. Like he was shitting himself in the street, dude. Like just completely losing his bowels. And I, I was like, I think he might be dead. Usually people shit themselves like that before they die. But he survived. I'm just remembering the quad, seeing shit go down at the quad right there. Oh, yeah. I used to go skating there a lot. There used to be a, a sex worker who I would see all the time. She'd wear a red dress, short uh, short blonde hair, and I'd always be like, ask my mom, like, how come this lady is always in front of Ralph? She's like, nah, you don't need to know about that. <laughs> Leave those random guys. I used to steal from that Rite Aid all the time. That was like my beer run spot. I would just fucking go there and just jack it all the time. My brother's, my friend's brother uh, used to be a fucking work at that Rite Aid. We'd go there on his shifts and be like, hey, man, give me a, you know, ice cream cone, two scoops. And he'd get like the biggest tub they have and just like <laughs> fill it up with ice cream and then stick a cone on the top of it. Be like, here you go, dude. And my sister in high school dated a guy who worked at that subway in the quad and he would give us free sandwiches and then put the knives in them. Cause he thought he, like, he was six. I gave you like a subway knife. And he's like, oh, thanks, dude. We got subway knives. Like, you got a red <laughs> handle. I got a green handle. <laughs> just dumb shit. So much dumb shit. I used to like going up to Turnbull and stealing uh, road work signs and stuff because like you'd be around the bend from the actual construction crew. And once you take off, dude, they're not coming after you, dude. Like <laughs> you're long gone, dude. We were at my buddy's aunt's house one time in La Habra, and we had a walk back to my house in Whittier, and we were right there in front of Veracruz, and like those. Uh, that's like right. That's you- like right where I grew up. Like right by. I mean, that's like Mills. Yeah, we were like Whittier. walking, yeah. walking through that whole area. It was maybe like midnight. And my Cambodian homie was just bending the signs to say, like, 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 don't park here. Then, like, we got rolled on by cops. And they're like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, nothing. The signs are all bent. They, they didn't give a fuck. They were cool about it. Let us go. I don't know if we were just really lucky. But I just remember watching him bend signs and be like, damn, you're cool, dude. I didn't know you could bend them like that. <laughs> yeah, just, like, just folding them. <laughs> just causing problems. <laughs> then there was a church on Beach Boulevard where we broke all the lights. Like, we were just fucking shit up our whole walk. Oh man! Just being stupid. We were like fucking seventeen. It's I think that Church better. of Beach Boulevard's Whittier Christian High School Church. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. If Good I'm times, not mistaken, man. yeah, I, I know that. Now I'm a now I'm par- now I'm a paranoid bitch. <laughs> Dude, no, it's like I used to get fucking loaded and walk around because like, I used to sell weed and stuff, and I just collect weed seeds and then get all fucking drunk. And walk around the neighborhood, just throw him a bucket, be like, oh, that guy takes good care of his garden. Throw some over there. Hopefully these will grow. Like, if you would rip flags off people's houses oh, like, I, late at night, we had a neighbor. You pull that, your weight on them, just snap. Because we grew up run. on, you know, LaForge Street. You know which one that is? Mm-hmm. So I grew up on LaForge right there. And just on the, like, we were like two houses over from the, the from Gun. Okay. Yeah. So just like two houses over on the other side of Gun was this house of USC fans. And me and my brother were pretty diehard UCLA fans. So we would, like, before SCU-CLA games, at, like, especially at the Rose Bowl, we'd go over and steal their SC flag and then use it as our urinal at the fucking tailgate the next Fuck day. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> like, Show those dig guys. A, dig a little hole, and then you put the flag over it so the piss puddles <laughs> up in the fucking flag. <laughs> uh, I, I, I miss it, but I, I, I don't, I'm glad I don't live there anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those cities where if you don't get out, like you're not getting out. Yeah, it's like very small town. Like I run into nobody I grew up with out here, and then my homies who still live down there are just like, oh, I ran into so and so today. I ran into this person. Like I saw this person in the stores. I'm glad I don't have to deal with any of that. You shit. know, I used to live in Silver Lake, like right around the block from Cha Cha and Red Lion. 
just mm-hmm. I, I literally like directly behind Cha Cha and across the street from that person that was directly behind their wall. That's like a mile away from me. Okay, so I would go to Cha Cha. I used to run into Whittier people all the time at Cha Cha Lounge. It would be so weird to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's you... a destination for people. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? This is like. And then oh, I just realized no. I... We, we drove uh, 20 miles to come party and get wasted and drive all the way back home. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a classic Whittier move right there, dude. <laughs> Chacha's I, opening back up June 15th. I was actually looking for my Letterman's jacket to wear before this, my Cal High Letterman's jacket. <laughs> but it was like in, in the, one of the boxes, and I was like, I don't want to get that out. I never had the, the grades. I'd always try out, and then they'd be like, oh, yeah, your grades don't work. I'm like, that's fine with me. <laughs> I'll go do something else then after school. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, this is so dumb. Let, let the guys play sports, man. Why you gotta bring grades into it? Yeah, it's like, hey, the grades are for the you guys want me that want to wanna... start doing drugs, or you want me to play sports after school? The, what are we doing? I'm the, gonna do both. The grade, especially, dude. They they try to make it seem like youth sports programs, like 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 t-ball, is to keep kids off drugs. It's like you don't gotta worry about the fucking eight year olds. You gotta worry about the sixteen year olds. Like, let mm-hmm. that kid play. And like the the grades in that situation should be for the kids trying to play in college, like hey, if you yeah, want to go play in college, like, like yeah, but if you're really good, like fuck, dude, who cares? Because I went to Bosco my freshman year, and that's when I realized I'm like, oh, this is just a jock school because everyone yeah. there was just like from Compton who were recruited strictly for football or like basketball. Like, yeah, they're but they're, 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 like they're having cars come pick these one. kids up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like it was like Division One. I. I remember like our religion class. I was with all the jocks, and I was like, "Oh, we we're, were we're being taught nothing in here." And the religion teacher was like a big football head, so he was just like letting people do whatever the fuck they wanted. <laughs> Create your own religion, the star, guys. The star running back. Uh, when I left, he got arrested his junior year for uh, robbing a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have long hair back then? No, it was very strict. I've always been shaved head. You should. I was gonna say you should have started your own religion back then. <laughs> You've been like, it hey, was funny that religion I went class. to Catholic school my whole life. I went to St. Pius. Okay. St. Pius the tenth, right there in Santa Fe Springs. My mom was a single parent trying to do the right thing. I had a couple friends go to St. Paul High School. Bullshit. Remember St. Paul? We would make fun of those people because it was just like, just go to public school, dude. Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing at St. Paul, man? That shit is weird. Yeah. It's like built on like nuclear fucking like damaged grass and shit. It's like a dump site. <laughs> yeah. And it's weirdly like connected to like Pioneer, I mean, uh, Frontier and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like on the other side of the street from them or whatever. It's yeah, it's like, literally, it's like across from, I think it's, that street's Reese. You yeah. Get you Reese and you pop out over there. Yeah, it was really weird how that was set up. And like, uh, I actually covered a St. Paul football game once. I used to write for the. Pasadena Star News, and yeah, the Swordsman. But dude, it was weird because they were in the same division as like Bishop of Mott and Bosco and like these powerhouse like Catholic schools. And then it's like, yeah, like modern day and shit. Yeah, and then they're like, then there's like Saint Paul. I remember when when I was there though, my senior year, they won uh, CIF for uh, basketball. Oh, nice. They were Division One champions for basketball. And here's a funny story about that because the guy that was like one of the players on that team. It was a guy I went to Whittier College basketball camp with, like like in like eighth grade or whatever. <laughs> and uh his name was Wes Wilcox, dude. Total fucking weenie, right? Like this guy was like major weenie. And me yeah. and my buddy Ben Evanstead, we knocked him and his partner out in the two on two tournament that they had the big like camp two on two tournament. And Damn, dude. we we only played to three. And we beat him. That's th- it? Yeah, because we it was like shitload of campers so they just wanted to run through this two-on-two tournament 
So he he couldn't make a jump shot, and we just scrapped and re- out rebounded him and played pick and roll, and we beat him three to two. And he was fucking like easy little layups. And he was like supposed to be the star of the camp or whatever. He fucking sucked. And like my buddy Chris Did he kill himself. No, no, but dude. <laughs> so he ended up bouncing around and playing like at Whittier College, like Cal State Fullerton, and then he I think he went to a different school every year, but ended up playing like a year at Purdue. And ended oh, nice. up becoming a few years ago the general manager of the Atlanta Hawks basketball organization. Oh, good for him. Okay. He, should, uh, he probably has a Twitter. Just well, uh, yeah, dude, him up. Dude, Remember me, motherfucker? <laughs> dude, does I? I don't need to rub it in because he no longer has that job. He lost his job uh, after making some comments about black people, huh. and then being very wittier, very wittier, very <laughs> very uh, very. It's funny too because it's like, hey, dude, don't fucking like you, you're in basketball, dude. This is the one. Like, dude, go at it on Koreans or something, dude. Like, you know, like. So, dude, so he, but his excuse was like, it's cool I have a black wife. (laughs) Okay, that works. He pulled the whole, oh, I know black people. I bought one. one. I I bought one. (laughs) Fucking guy. So, yeah, he was always a weenie, (laughs) and it looks like he grew up to be a weenie. (laughs) He was never not a weenie. My dad used to call dudes weenies instead (laughs) fucking. My freshman year at Bosco, Evan Longoria was there as a senior. Okay. And he wasn't shit. Because my stepbrother was on that team, and my stepbrother was better than him, but then got addicted to opioids. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, him and Evan used to hang out, and then Evan, of course, went to Rio Hondo, and then we all then, know what happened then after he went to that. Long, then he went to Long Beach right after that. I went to Long Beach, and then after Long Beach, just started lighting it up with the Rays, and now he's uh, he's doing all right for himself. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, he's uh. The Cowan brothers were at Bosco when I was there too. Pat Cowan, I think he was a quarterback for UCLA at one point. Yeah, 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 and uh, Joe Cowan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of those tall ass dudes. They're from Pico too, I believe. Jocks, man. Yeah, Bosco was a weird time. Just all testosterone. <laughs> like I said, like my my one of my classes was in the senior building, and I would just get thrown in the lockers by my brother and his boys consistently. And then, like, the teachers there didn't give a fuck. It's like, all right, boys will be boys. I uh, think he got sued. They might have been sued or something recently, but, like, it got weird. But I know I left when they implemented drug testing. They were going to start doing drug testing on people. Wow. Mm-hmm. I guess cause private schools can get away with that, huh? Yeah, and they were just like, we're trying to keep everybody clean. Because I guess, like, one of the football teams, like, went ham with, like, coke and weed one year. And like, yeah, we got to nip this in the butt. All right. But we had like a senior frost day, which I know for sure they don't do anymore because that shit was barbaric. It would just be the freshmen hanging out with the seniors, and they would just abuse us. That's like oh, it was like days of confused shit. Yeah, they were just like, oh, no, like they're going to be your big brother. So they get everybody, and this is with the Cowan brothers, in the basketball fucking gym with water polo balls. And like, all right, we're going to play. Like They called it murder ball, but it was essentially dodgeball. So then we were under the hoop, and then they couldn't go past their free throw line. So they're still drilling kids. And then the deans who are overseeing this were like, now it's the three-point line. So then they would move up, get closer. Then the half-court line. Then our three-point line. And I just remember seeing kids just get drilled. And then finally, they're like, there's no more line. They all just rush us. I run behind the bleachers, and I see this little poor bastard, fucking nerdy band kid, just get like picked up by his shirt and thrown into like a stack of metal chairs. Like I, Something bad happened to that kid. I didn't see him anymore after that, but it was <laughs> It was terrifying. So, the deans were telling us, like, oh, back in our day, they'd make us put hot dogs in our armpits 
and run laps and then make us eat them. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? This happened to me in water polo where like, it was like a hazing kind of thing. I think it was my sophomore. I wasn't even my freshman year, my sophomore year, but it was like, they made the whole team do push-ups and not me and told the team to punish me instead. So they all went to like rough me up. And I just picked the fucking weakest senior out of the fuck. <laughs> I just picked the weakest senior out of the group and was like, I'm just going to fuck this guy up. Like everybody else can have their shots at me and they can fuck me up all they want, but I'm going to ruin this dude's day. And I broke his fucking glasses. <laughs> like I busted his lip open. He had like a b- little black eye. Like I fucked him up pretty good. And it turned real quick from everybody trying to teach me a lesson to everybody pulling me off him. And no one ever fucked with me again after that. So. Pulled that prison shit, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> when I said the biggest guy, you're like, who's the weakest bitch Yeah, who's the weakest here? bitch I'm gonna, here? I'm going to fuck gonna him. Ruin his prescription and get his parents mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? A fucking younger kid fucked with, you know, a fucking kid half my size fuck, fucking lumped me up. Yep. All right, buddy. I got to get going here, dude. Um, uh, check, check Zach out on Monday Night Beers with the homies. Power moves. And power moves. Okay. Before we go, give me your top burger your top three food spots in the woodier area oh man i'm gonna go chama's tacos i'm gonna hit pizza mania and i'm trying to think of one more it's like mom pa. i'm gonna go 67 40 get some Ooh, i like that that's out. a good move good, good beer selection they got pbr it's pretty cheap in a bottle i used to deliver uh lascaris to the owner there a lot and he used to tip me in, in tokens for the bar for free drinks and it was oh, nice. genius because I was gonna. Now I'm gonna go there after work and fucking spend money at your spot because you're giving me. The Scaris is great too, and it's right next to uh, one of the best uh, carnicerias in the area. So, the name of it, it's a good market. I'm gonna say in the old neighborhood for me. I'm gonna go. Yeah, Pizza Mania. I agree. Norm's Burger. I already talked about it, but dude, like that's a musty and Burrito Track. I'm familiar with Video Track right by that 7-Eleven. Yep, 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 near yep. Near Cal yep. High and the Stater Brothers right there. And the Video Plus, that shady little, like, it was like a video rental spot. It still had VHS in there. It was clearly a front, but Homeboy used to sell Lucy's to high school kids back in the day. And so that, yeah. that, that guy was pretty <laughs> cool, dude. Oh, yeah, that's a good man. Dude, Zach, thank you so much for joining me. And, hey, for everybody that enjoyed the special Whittier content, Whittier area content, I know a lot of my old Whittier friends listening to this show well, guess what? In order to keep the show going, we need to pay the bills. So make sure you do one of the following things. Go into iTunes, give us a five-star review, and leave a little comment saying how great we are. Or, preferably, you go over to Twitter or in, and or Instagram and follow us at Spot. And then, if you're super, super cool and you got a couple extra bucks a month to spend, basically, hey, dude, for the price of one Norm's hamburger a month, you can join my Patreon, and I have all kinds of bonus content. Zach, guess what I just did like a week ago? What'd you do, man? I got hammered and did like a two-hour breakdown of the Kennedy assassination. That's up on the Patreon uh, right now. That's yeah, on the that Patreon. Sounds, uh, that sounds good. Okay, uh, I got a, <laughs> a bunch of like bonus fucking interviews with like uh, comics that stuck around after for extra content where we say the slurs that got Tony Hinchcliffe in trouble. We're not Hell afraid yeah. to go there on the Patreon. Um <laughs> Uh, what else do we got over there? Oh, we got some drinking roundtables where me and a few comics try to recreate what it's like hanging out during a bar during COVID. That's a lot of fun. Coming up, I'm going to do like a 10-part history on the mafia, dude. The history of the Sicilian mafia in the United States. It's going to be a fascinating look. at how, And part of it is going to cover definitely how my hometown now of Vegas was built, dude. So go over to patreon.com slash luckstopspod. This is like the... 
I'm going like Jerry Lewis telethon because I have some medical bills piling up and I need everybody's $5 a month here. That could really, <laughs> really keep me from going under. And also, help this man's heart. I was just on my friend Patrick Melton's show, Nobody Likes Onions, this Saturday. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, we did it live on there, but look up Nobody Likes Onions, and I was just on there Saturday. And one of the listeners was making fun of me because I only have $21 a month coming in on this fucking Patreon. And you know what? <laughs> More than anything, I want to spite my friend's listener, okay? <laughs> yeah. So... So please help us out on all that. Zach, thank you so much for joining me, buddy, dude. We got to do Thanks this again. Thanks for having me, man. It was fun. You got to come out for uh, NFL Week 1, man. I'll, uh, there's a big party going on that uh, we're sponsored for. So Yeah, me, me we, and the crew are talking about it. We're itching to go out to Vegas, man. Yeah, dude, you know what's a good time to come out for, too, is a home run derby. Oh, that sounds like a blast. Yeah, because it's the bracket format now, and it makes the sports book fucking pop, dude, because everybody's like, what, wait. All-Star Games, Dodger Stadium this year? No, I think it's in. Uh, they pulled it out of Atlanta, right? They pulled it out of like Atlanta. Shit. I want to say it's, it's in, in like... Texas. No, it's not in Texas. It's in Texas. Say like, no, nah, fuck you, we ain't doing that. Yeah, I want to say it's like Arizona, actually. If I'm not mistaken. Damn. But thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and I will see you next episode. I got Paul Paul Mary coming up. It's gonna be some good Jersey content. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>